Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. The devil is the originator as well as the propagator of sickness and disease. Sickness and disease do not come from heaven. Sickness and disease do not come from God. Sickness and disease come from one person. And Acts 10 38 tells us who that person is. It's the devil. Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. Right now, here's Reverend Talks with today's message. Good day, everyone. Welcome once again to our, our broadcast. And um, we've been looking at seven most important things about divine healing. Seven most important things about divine healing. And um, we've had two sessions on this already. And in those two sessions, what we talked about is the fact that healing is always God's will for the sick because it is in his redemptive plan. Healing is always God's will for the sick because it is in his redemptive plan. And um, we saw from Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5, Matthew 8, 17, and 1 Peter 2, 24. Healing is always God's will for the sick because it is in his redemptive plan. Well, today we want to start uh, on a second point. We won't finish that second point today, but we're going to get it started today. And it's this, that healing is always God's will for the sick because sickness and disease come from the devil. Healing is always God's will for the sick because sickness and disease come from the devil. Let's start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to study your word. Thank you because the entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. We ask that you fill us with the knowledge of your will concerning healing, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that we might walk worthy of you unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Thank you because as a result of these teachings, the sick are healed, and we are not only healed, we stay healthy. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we are on the second point today. The first point we said is that the fact that healing is always God's will for the sick because it is in his redemptive plan. So today, we're making the second point, second of the seven most important things about divine healing that we're teaching on, and it's this. Healing is always God's will for the sick because sickness and disease come from the devil. Healing is always God's will for the sick because sickness and disease come from the devil. Turn with me to the Acts of the Apostles, Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10 and in verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. The Bible says here how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. I'll read that again, Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Now, this verse of scripture tells us that Jesus healed all, all. 
and that all the sick that Jesus healed were oppressed of the devil. Now, does this mean there was the literal presence of a demon in everyone that Jesus healed? No, not necessarily. Sometimes there's the literal presence of an evil spirit enforcing a disease condition, but that's not always the case. But whether there's the literal presence of a demon or there isn't the literal presence of a demon uh, behind that condition, the devil is the originator as well as the propagator of sickness and disease. Sickness and disease do not come from heaven. Sickness and disease do not come from God. Sickness and disease come from one person. And Acts 10, 38 tells us who that person is. It's the devil. So we can see from here that Jesus is the healer, whereas Satan is the oppressor. Jesus is the deliverer, whereas it's Satan who afflicts diseases, sicknesses, they don't come from heaven because there aren't any up there. Sickness and disease come from the devil. Now it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good? Now what was the good that he did? Healing. Healing is good. Jesus went about doing good and healing. Now remember in Acts chapter 3, where the lame man by the beautiful gate got healed and then religious folks got mad and they took Peter and questioned, Peter and John to question and began to examine them about the man's healing. Now listen to what Peter said in Acts chapter 4 verse 9. He said, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole? He says, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel, that the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. That's Acts chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. This is talking about the man's healing, and it calls it a good deed. It says, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole. So, this Acts 4, 9 lets us know that healing is good. Healing is good. Healing is good. God does good. The devil does evil. I like something that John Alexander Dowie said. He said this, he said, Sickness is the foul offspring of its father Satan and its mother sin. I'll say that again. John Alexander Dowie, outstanding minister of the gospel, who almost single-handedly brought back divine healing to the modern church. He said this, he said that healing, uh, that sickness is the foul offspring of its father Satan and its mother's sin. Sickness is the foul offspring of its father Satan and its mother's sin. Now, does that mean that you sinned? Is that why you're sick? Not necessarily. But you see, because of Adam's sin, because of Adam's transgression, you see, in God's original creation, there wasn't sickness. There wasn't disease. Genesis chapter 1 verse 31, the Bible says that God looks at, looked at everything he had made and it was very good. Now, if healing is good and obviously sickness isn't good, then if everything was very good, then there wasn't sickness, there wasn't disease originally in God's plan and in God's creation. But we know what happened. Adam disobeyed God. He listened to the devil. 
And as a result of that, as a result of his sin, Satan became the god of this world. Mankind became separated from God. Mankind became alienated from God. And as a result, sickness and disease came to the earth. Listen, God wants you well. The second point we're making in this series, seven most important things about divine healing. We said it's this, that healing is always God's will for the sick. Because sickness and disease come from the devil. Now, God doesn't want us with anything that's from the devil. It's contraband. He doesn't want us with the devil's stuff. The Bible tells us in James 4, 7, it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So we're not to body up with the devil. The whole verse says, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Notice what it doesn't say. It doesn't say, submit yourselves therefore to the devil. Resist God. So we're not to submit to sickness. We're to resist it. We're to stand against disease. Because sickness and disease come from the devil. Satan is the originator as well as the propagator of sickness. Romans chapter 5 verse 12 says that for by one man, sin came into the world and death by sin. It says, and though, so death passed upon all men because all have sinned. Because of Adam's sin, the whole of the human race got sold out to the devil. Satan became man's spiritual father. Mankind became separated from God. And then Satan became the God of this world. And when he did, he began his reign of terror, his reign of tyranny over the entire human race. Many have questioned, this COVID-19 pandemic, is it God that's behind it? Is it God that sent it? Is God trying to work something out in it? Is God using it for anything? Listen, God didn't send it. You see, for God to make you sick, he will have to steal that sickness from the devil to give it to you because he doesn't have any sickness. There's no sickness in heaven. There's no disease in heaven. There's no sickness in God. God is good. So Jesus is the healer and Satan is the oppressor. It says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And as a result of being anointed, what did Jesus do with that anointing? He went about doing good. What good? Healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. In James chapter 1 verse 17, the Bible tells us that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from above, from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So good things come from heaven. Good things come from God. And God is a good God. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 11, Matthew 7, 11, it says, If ye then, being evil or natural, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more, how much more, how much more shall your Father in heaven give good things to them that ask him? You see, God is a giver of good things. Only good things proceed from God. Because God is good. You see, Earl Roberts used to say something and some preachers would get mad at him for saying it. And you want to wonder why. He'll say this, that God is a good God. The devil is a bad devil. There's no goodness in the devil and there's no badness in God. God is altogether good 
and the devil is altogether bad. And guess what? That's exactly what Acts 10.38 is saying. God is a good God. Sickness and disease do not come from him. Sufferings do not come from him. Demonic afflictions do not come from him. He is a good God and he wants you well. He wants you healed. That condition you're suffering from, you're suffering with, it's not God that put it on you. God is not trying to use it to teach you something. The way God teaches us is through his word and by his spirit. God doesn't use sickness to teach his children anything. Why? He's a good God. He's a good God. Now, it says here, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now, the word oppressed here is a compound Greek word. And it's the word katadunasteomenos in the literal Greek. Katadunasteomenos. All who are oppressed of the devil. Katadunasteomenos. What does katadunasteomenos mean? It actually means all who are being lorded over by the devil. You see, sickness and disease is Satan lording it over you. Sickness and disease is the devil dominating you. That's what it is. Because sickness doesn't come from God. It comes from the devil. And I want you to know that you have a right to stand up to the devil if you're born again. You have a right to resist him and to tell him no. Even if you're not born again, listen, God still wants you healed because he's a good God and his tender mercies are over all his works. God told us in his word that we're to do good to all men. In Galatians 6.10, say especially those of the household of faith. Now, God wouldn't tell us to do what he wouldn't do. God himself does good to all men, especially those who are of the household of faith. And Acts 10.38 tells us that healing is good. So God is out to heal you, no matter who you are. Whether you're a Christian, you're not a Christian, you're born again, you're not born again. If you're sick, God wants you well. And healing is his will for you. That healing belongs to you now. You see, Jesus didn't only die for the sicknesses of and the sins of Christians. He died for the sins of the whole world. And in the same way, he died for the diseases of the whole world. So healing belongs to every single person. Healing is good. Notice, like I said, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And I said that word oppressed is a compound Greek word. Katadunasteomenos. All who are being lorded over by the devil. Now, if you're born again, Satan is not your lord anymore. Colossians 1, verses 12 and 13. The Bible says, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Verse 14 says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. At our new birth, God the Father actually delivered us from the dominion of Satan and he translated us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. Child of God, Satan is not your Lord. Satan is not your master. You have a new Lord today. You have a new master. Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, or that Jesus is your Lord, and shalt believe in thine heart 
that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The moment you took Jesus as your Savior and confessed him as your Lord, you got born again. You were taken from one family and put into another family. See, the day is going to come when our bodies will be translated and we'll have glorified bodies. And it's going to be a great day. But listen, our spirits have been translated already. And because our spirits have been translated and sickness and disease is spiritual, the devil does not have a right to put sickness, to put disease on our bodies. You see, these bodies of ours are still mortal. We are aging. We are growing older. If Jesus tarries is coming, we will die. But listen, you don't have to die early. And you don't have to die of sickness and disease. Because sickness and disease is contraband. Sickness and disease come from the devil. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all, healing all, every single one that was oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Now John chapter 10 verse 10 sheds more light on what Acts 10 38 tells us. John chapter 10 verse 10. Jesus there is contrasting his works with the works of the devil. And what did Jesus say? John chapter 10 verse 10. Jesus said, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. See, Jesus came that we might have life. That which steals, that which kills, that which destroys is from the thief. God is not a thief. The devil is the thief. Jesus is the life giver. See, God is not the author of death. The devil is the author of death. God is the author of life. Jesus came that we might have life and that we might have it until it overflows. See, it's the plan of God. It's the will of God that the same life that came into our bodies out of a new birth, that that life also is made manifest in our bodies. Romans 8, 11, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies, shall also make life, make zoe in your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. You see, God is the healer. Jesus is the healer. Satan is the oppressor. And because sickness and disease do not come from God, we are not to accept sickness and disease. We're not to permit sickness and disease in our bodies. In Matthew 18, 18, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Another translation of that says, Whatsoever ye shall permit on earth shall be permitted in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall prohibit, ye shall forbid on earth, shall be prohibited, shall be forbidden in heaven. You see, the power of binding and losing is not in heaven, it's here on earth. God will permit what we permit. You know, sometimes we ask, why is God allowing this to happen to me? I'll tell you why. Because you are allowing it to happen to you. We've got authority. We've got the say-so. The authority belongs to us. And we can stand up to the enemy. We can forbid him. It, because you are born again now, 
You have a new master. You have a new Lord. Jesus is the head of the church, not the devil. Jesus is your Lord, not Satan. Romans 6.14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. You see, sin and Satan are synonymous terms. So we could put that like this. For Satan shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. A translation of that says, shall not lord it over you. So we could put it like this. For Satan shall not lord it over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. You have the right to resist him. You have the right to forbid him. James 4, 7. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil. Stand against the devil. Forbid the devil. Prohibit the devil. Disallow the devil. And the devil will be forbidden from dominating your body. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. The Bible says what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. It says, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We're to glorify God in our bodies. A body wasted away with sickness, a body wasted away with disease doesn't bring God any glory. You are the custodian of that house. You are the custodian of that temple. It's God's temple and God wants you well. God is a good God and he's a giver of good things. Healing is his will every single time, every single time for the sick. John Alexander Dowie talked about how he got a hold of divine healing. He said it was from that verse, Acts 10, 38. There was a bubonic plague that was ravaging the place. And so many of his, of his parishioners, of his members, members of the church were dying of that plague. So uh, John Alexander Dowie began to seek the Lord. He said, God, are you the one who's sending all this? Are you the one who has brought this? Where is this coming from? Is there something that can be done to stay this plague? He was a Congregationalist preacher. Uh, and um, he was battling that, had buried so many, many of his members. When all of a sudden, he said, the Lord reminded him of Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. He said, just like that, he saw it like a flash of light. He saw it in his spirit. The sickness, the disease is not from God. It's from the devil. Not long after they sent for him, one of his members was dying again. He ran to the house, the, the, the little girl's house, saw the lady dying with the convulsions as they usually do as they die. And then he rebuked the sickness. He rebuked the disease. And the girl was made whole. She was healed. And that was the beginning point with him, where he began to propagate the message of healing in the word of God. You see, that is the same today. God has not changed. He said in Malachi 3.6, I am the Lord, I change not. He was the very one that anointed Jesus. He was the very one that was with Jesus in his earth walk that enabled Jesus to heal all that were oppressed of the devil. Now, Jesus may not be here physically in his flesh and bone body on the earth, geographically on the earth today. But listen, God is still here and God is still relevant in the affairs of men. And Jesus 
still walking through his church. He's doing the same things that he did in his earth walk. Healing belongs to you. Healing is your birthright, is your prayer right, is your covenant right, is your redemptive right. Refuse to be denied. Stand against that disease. Stand against that condition. Speak to the enemy. Tell him, Satan, you have no right to put this on my body. I resist you in the name of Jesus. See, I learned to do that. Sometimes, once in a great while, the devil tries to put sickness on my body. And what do I do? I just tell him, no, you don't, devil. You can't put that on me. I forbid you in the name of Jesus. And just like you snap your finger, the symptoms clear away and I stay healthy. You see, I've learned from the word of God that we can walk in health and we should walk in health because that's God's will for us. I trust you've been blessed from today's broadcast. Well, looking forward to having you with us same time at the next uh, broadcast. Have a great, great, great day. Praise the Lord. You've been listening to Rema Faith Radio, brought to you by the partners and friends of Rema Nigeria. We offer training in God's Word and in the things of the Spirit for victorious Christian living and success and fulfilling ministry. Go to RemaNigeria.com to find out more on how to become a student or partner of Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria. Please call 081-01-166836. The number again, 081-01-166836. Kenneth Higgins Rimmer Bible Training Center Nigeria is here just for you.